let's be real here. Hello, it is I, your hostess D, and also known as the Entertainer. And if you guys would like to skip this intro, go ahead. But for those of us who are new here, go ahead and keep listening. It is I, your hostess D, like I said, and today we'll, we will be learning about either art or writing, whatever I decide to put this intro in front of. And yeah, so like always, we will be going over some of my life, some of my stories, and we'll even be going over some raw information as well. So I hope to see you all throughout the rest of this podcast. Go ahead and follow me if you'd like, and yeah, so... I will see you all in it, and on to it. Let's be real here. Hello, it is ID, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome back again today. And today we're going to be going back to our world-building work camp or whatever. And today we're going to be talking about evolution. Now, I'm not going to be getting very sciencey here, and I'm not sure if this is going to be the topic of the entire podcast, simply because this is unscripted, and I'm not sure how long I'm going to ramble about things evolving for, so we may talk about something else more towards the end, I'm not 100% sure. But, let's get into it. So, evolving. Now, while evolution and the concept of things evolving into smarter, stronger creatures is something that is often, um, is something that is often explored a lot more in sci-fi, for example, with, um, aliens and such, with them having to, having evolved so much that they're smarter, stronger, maybe even faster, or more agile than us, Um, There are some important things to note about evolution. Now, while I'm not someone who is incredibly sciencey or is like all over like biology and such, at least in this particular field, I do know a few things. And one of the first things is that people, um, people, um, creatures and all sorts of things evolve slowly over time or as a result of environmental factors. Now, um, a lot of writers, what they like to do is they like to have things evolve in a very short span of time. And while that is a cool and interesting concept, I do note that I do realize that a lot of, um, a lot of people seem to critique this simply because this is not factually accurate. Now, while I do know that sci-fi novels and any type of work of fiction isn't going to be wholly scientific, it is something that you're going to want to keep in mind as you're writing forward. And another thing is is that maybe to try and avoid this um, conundrum of having people pointing out, oh, hey, nothing would be able to evolve in the span of blah, 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 whatever time you picked, Um, Another thing to keep in mind is environmental factors or environmental shifts could cause this evolution to come faster. Um, You know, um, let's say, for example, we have these hungry meat-eating aliens who are now all of a sudden um, stranded on this smaller landmass, either because of the tectonic plates on their their, um, world shifting, or because something was blown up, so the land masses are no longer connected, or, you know, just some other type of disaster, whatever, it doesn't matter. And now they're stuck on this very small, 
area of land much smaller than their normal hunting radius would suffice. You know, um, they would either A, die out, or B, in the case of, you know, if you're a writer who likes these creatures and wants to, you know, keep them alive, you may choose to instead have their numbers significantly decrease in this period of, of adjustment time, and then slowly increase over the years as they hopefully begin to evolve into, um, into better suited creatures for their environment. Now, yet again, I am not a scientist, and nor do I study biology all that often, so um, I would personally look up more about how environmental factors and just the general passing of time would affect evolution before I went and settled on any of these ideas. These are just things that I cooked up in my own head, and because this is an, uns an unscripted podcast, I'm not really here to go Google things <laughs> before I get on. I just kind of come up with ideas as I go along. So, now that we've talked about evolution, what's another thing that could be important? Well, another thing that is very important to evolution and just your character slash environment slash world in general is diet. Now, I know this may seem mundane and um, very, very, uh, but it's something to heavily consider. Um, diet often affects a species in many different ways. You know, for example, um, humankind, because there is such an abundance of food and because, you know, our diets often contain more, um, calorie-heavy, fat-heavy meals, there is a lot more obesity in the world than there was, um, um, maybe a while back. I can't give you a precise time frame, but I do know that things have rapidly changed with how the world has rapidly changed. So, that's one of, the thing, one of those things where diet kind of affects our culture and everything around us. I mean, think about it. Uh, food is one of those pillars of society. We need it to live, to sustain ourselves. Without food, we don't exist. Um, that's just not a thing. We can't soak up sun rays like plants, guys. That's not that's not how it works. And while we can survive on water for a pretty long time, longer than we would with just food, we still wouldn't live long enough to, you know, be able to do any of the stuff to continue the species. <laughs> so food and diet is one of the most important things. And while on an alien planet you may be very compelled to create alien fruit or alien meat or whatever other stuff, and I don't blame you. It's just that keep in mind how these diets would affect the creatures or maybe even the humans that come and see the planet. Because you gotta remember, um, if you're making a story about humans, um, first settling on the planet with no extra help from the outside, there's nobody else who can help them, they barely came with any of the supplies, you would have to keep in mind how exactly it would affect these humans not only being in this new environment, but also having to adjust to this new diet, which, um, which might not be comfortable. <laughs> Especially if the plants are very spiky. <laughs> but diet is something that is 
very interesting. And it may also affect, you know, evolution as well, as creatures become more able to feast on the weird fruits or the weird meats in the, um, in the, in their new environment, they may grow and adapt to it. You know, for example, let's say there's just a lot of you know, a lot of dead alien zebras or something around. Assuming that humans don't die from any of the diseases or, you know, from lack of nutrition, hydration, or any of that other stuff as they come to this planet, over time they would evolve to tear into that tough alien zebra tissue better. Perhaps they'd get enlarged, perhaps humans would get more enlarged canines or maybe even just a stronger jaw. Um, things like that. But, you know, those are things to all keep in mind when talking about el- 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 <laughs> when talking about el- dang it! Evolution and, um, things of that nature. Dear goodness, I could not say it. And another thing to keep in mind, um, that I mentioned before was disease. Now, disease is one of those fickle things, you know, while you can come up with a lot of different, you know, um, crazy diseases, like ones that turn you to stone or things like that, you also have to keep in mind the practicality of diseases and stuff. Remember, bacteria are not out to kill you. They are not out to make you feel crappy. They just want to latch on to you and get some of your yummy, yummy nutrients. That's all they want. All of the other reactions, all of the sniffling, the coughing, everything else is a result of your immune system trying to get the bacteria out. It's not directly the bacteria's fault. And so that's something to keep in mind when making otherworldly diseases and such as well. Oftentimes, bacteria are not out to kill their hosts. Oftentimes, the hosts that they originally came from, for example, on our very earth, pigs, chickens, um, cows, other assortments of farm animals, they are meant to, to um, be able to work with the animal, not killing them, but just taking some of that nutrients to breed and keep making more bacteria. They are not out to kill their original hosts, but because they pass on to humans, which they were not meant to inhabit, they end up killing us. Or at least making us very, very, very crappy feeling. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. That is not a bacteria's goal. And while I would say something here about viruses as well, I do not currently know a whole lot about viruses. So that's something that you're going to want to research on your own. But uh, hopefully this will give you a nice um, foundation for it. And um, yet again, assuming that these magical, strange diseases that you create for, the, for your world don't immediately kill the humans that have come to inhabit it, I'm sure that a few of them will at least feel some sort of effects. So... Those are just some of the things that could affect your people. Also keep in mind how the water would affect people as well. Any of the microbes in the water or just the general dirt or sediment that the world is made up in. Remember, it's going to be a dissolve into that water. So they may want to purify it once or twice, you know, just, just, just going to put that out there. But anyways, that's going to be it for now. And I will see you all 
in the next one.